In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. I probably would have been able to lie to myself and, and tell myself that I'm not an impatient person, but someone who I don't know at all completely exposed me for my impatience. I was doing an internet search on Google for the purposes of this sermon. I thought, maybe I'll find a good quote or a good story about someone who had great patience. And so I put in the search bar, patience is a virtue. And I got a list of results. And one of the results on Google was patience dash is dash a dash virtue dot org. And I said to myself, that looks like a pretty good website. And I clicked on it. And what came up was nothing at all. Just a little circle spinning. And I sat on the website for maybe five or six seconds, but it seemed like to me an eternity, I thought, this website is garbage, and I clicked back to the list of results. And then it hit me. The website functioned exactly how it was supposed to. And it exposed me for the impatient man I am. I won't even wait five or six seconds for a website to load. So then I resolved. I I became very resolved. I said, I'm going to click on this website, and I'm going to wait for this website to load. I clicked back on it, and I waited. A few minutes passed. It said, loading, please wait. A few minutes later, it said, loading, please have patience with us. A few minutes later, it says, this must be frustrating to you. And I said, you're right, it is. A few minutes later, it said, thank you for your patience. A few minutes later, it said, here's what it said, "Um, this is taking longer than we thought. Stand by. A few minutes later, just a little longer, and it went on like that. And here's the honest-to-goodness truth. I didn't have enough patience, even though I had resolved it, to find out if this website ever loads. As long as I'm admitting that I'm an impatient person, I might as well make some other admissions to you. I don't like sitting in traffic on the LIE. It can make me annoyed. I don't like listening to music on hold. It can make me a little bit frustrated. I will never wait in line, probably at Best Buy on Black Friday. I would, pro- I would rather pay a little bit more than wait in those lines. It's hard for me to wait on someone else to finish a project because I like finishing things. I'm not a very patient man sometimes, even though patience is a virtue. And I doubt that I'm the only impatient person in this room Recognizing the impatience in our society, Amazon instituted Amazon Prime. And if you read the news recently, they will even deliver your packages for you on Sunday. Because those poor postal workers have to work on Sunday now. Recognizing that we cannot get our Fast food fast enough, McDonald's will put on your receipt the number of seconds it took to complete your order. 
recognizing the fact that Americans cannot stand having their cracked iPhone screen for two years, cell phone companies are, are offering plans where you can upgrade it at a much faster rate. And recognizing our impatience with the train system, MP, MTA introduced signs, which I think are great, telling you when the next train is going to arrive. The truth of the matter is that the institutions that serve us and the companies that serve us as a society are helping and they're feeding into our instantaneous gratification, or could we say it another way, our impatience. James, this is hardly a new problem, and James, 2,000 years ago, he's writing to a group of impatient people. And if we're impatient about the pizza taking too long to get delivered, and if we're impatient about giving our, our deliveries from Amazon, and if we're impatient about when the R train arrives at the Northern Boulevard stop, then these, pa- these people are impatient about something that really matters. Because the rich are taking advantage of the poor. And in the verses leading up to our section, James lets it rip. He lets the rich have it, not because they're rich, but because they're taking advantage of the poor. Listen to what James says. He just blasts them. He says, now listen, you rich, rich people. Weep and wail. The wages you failed to pay the workmen are crying out against you. And those workmen, those are the Christians. Those are the, those are the poor Christians who are getting taken advantage of and ripped off because the rich people simply aren't paying them their wages, which happens to some of the Christians in this congregation. So if our impatience maybe is meaningless, there for some people impatience is with getting a living wage. And the Lord, through through James, says this. He says to them, Therefore, be leads into our verses for today. Now, it's really hard to miss the theme and and the message that James wants to send to us because he uses the same vocabulary four different times. I want to just read these verses for you again, emphasizing the vocabulary here. He says, Be patient then, brothers, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop and how patient he is for the autumn and spring rains, you too be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers, as an example of patience, in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Patience, that's what this section of Scripture is about. But let's understand what patience is according to the Bible. A lot of times we think that patience is just waiting. We put an equal signs into patience equals waiting. But that's not true. You can wait patiently, and you can wait 
impatiently. So think, for example, of waiting for the bus. An impatient person will wait for the bus, checking their watch, playing with their cell phone, and asking the guy next to him, how long have you been here waiting for the bus? It's been 20 minutes already. That is waiting impatiently. Waiting patiently is saying, praise the Lord, because it, take, it took the Q18 20 minutes to get here, and I got to sit here waiting and thinking, praising the Lord and thanking Him during that time. So here's the point. Patience is not an action. It is not waiting. Patience is a state of the heart. Patience is emotional calmness and tranquility in the face of difficulty. That is patience. It's a state of emotional calmness and tranquility in the face of difficulty. That's what James says. Then he gives us some examples. He says, did it work out for these people to be patient? He says, does it work out for the farmer? The farmer, he can't control when the rain will come. He can't tell it to just simply start raining. He has to simply wait, and he does that patiently. Does it work out for him every year? Well, yes, it does. Did it work out for the prophets? They waited and waited and waited, and in some cases shed blood and even died waiting for the Messiah to come. Did it work out for them to be patient? Did it work out for Job? Did it work out for Job to lose almost everything in a single day and then to have God restored? Even more later in his life. And then he goes on to tell us the reason. This is the most important part. The reason why we want to be patient. He says this. says it two different ways. Be patient because the Lord's coming is near. And then he says, the judge is standing at the door. I'm going to take you back to your time in school. Do you remember when the teacher left the room and you knew that the teacher was right outside the door you probably still behaved yourself. But what happened when the teacher was not at the door and she or he was way down the hall? Maybe then the kids start to uh, misbehave. So the question that I have for you today is, knowing that the judge is at the door, do you really want Jesus to come back when you have lost your patience with your child? Because the judge is at the door. You really want to lose your patience with your boss and really let it rip when the judge is at the door. You really want to lose your patience with your spouse and even cuss up a storm when the judge is at the door. You really want to ream out the Amazon rep or the pizza boy because he got your pizza there late? Because the judge is at the door. And the judge, he will judge the impatient. That, that's what James is saying here. The judge is at the door. I think a lot of times, and this is sad, New Yorkers think that it's funny to be impatient. It's almost like we beat ourselves on the chest and say, we are the most impatient people on earth. In fact, we 
as a society, are the first ones to honk the horn when the light turns green. And we like ourselves for that, and we think it's funny, because we're New Yorkers, and we're impatient. But impatience is never funny, and it's not a joke. Impatience is first and foremost a judgment on God. Saying, God, you're doing a shoddy job at running the world, and I don't like how you're doing it. Impatience is, second of all, always a judgment on your neighbor, saying, I don't care about you. What matters is me. That's the truth about impatience. And impatience results in, first of all, anger and frustration, and second of all, in its worst form, violence. That's what happens. Impatience is not funny. It is ugly. I remember Hurricane Sandy, and I think you do too. For me, I remember it because I saw impatience in its most extreme form. Remember the lines people waited in to get gas after the hurricane? It was here in Queens, miles long on Northern Boulevard, waiting at the gas station. One of my neighbors, this is a true story, one of my neighbors saw a cabbie cut in line. And you know what he did? He took out a gun. That's what he did. He took out a gun because he was impatient. So it's no wonder that after a hurricane, the police, who have much better things to do, are guarding gas stations. Do you notice that? Impatience is not funny. It is ugly. And it results in anger and violence. The judge is at the door. This is why it's so amazing that far from God repaying our impatience with his impatience, God is patient with us. That's what 2 Peter says. I want to read it to you straight from the word of God. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. He is patient with you. Patient. James is so thrilled about God's patience that he actually invents a new word. I know you can't see it in the NIV, but this is the only time this word is ever used. The NIV translates it this way. He says, the Lord is full of compassion. So he feels it right here. He has tons of patience. He has tons of compassion It's in his heart. He is patient with you. And he's so patient with you that he did not punish a single sin until a baby was born for that specific purpose. To die for your sins of impatience. And he will never punish a single sin of impatience because the Lord Jesus took it all. God is so patient with you that he rose from the dead his own son and declared to every one of you, your sins of impatience are taken away, completely away. God is patient with you. And and remember what the word patience means. Remember what it means. It's not an action. It is a state of emotional tranquility and calmness in the face of difficulty. So in God's heart of hearts, He's not angry with you. He is tranquil about your sins. He is calm about them. He is patient with you. 
impatient people, dear impatient people, I think all of you, me included, would like to be a little bit more patient. I know I want to be. Recognize then that patience does not come from inside of you. Impatience does. Impatience is natural to us. That's what comes out. Patience is not natural to us. Patience always comes from outside of us. In other words, patience comes from God. In fact, the Apostle Paul, he lists it as one of the fruits of the Spirit. Let me remind you where patience comes from. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. And that's significant. Patience does not come from inside of us. So a mantra like uh, serenity now is not going to work. We need a new mantra, don't we? A mantra that comes from God. So our mantra might be in our impatience, God has been patient with me. God has been patient with me. So let me bring that down to your everyday life level. Parents, moms and dads, when you get impatient with your children, instead of raising your voice, take a deep breath and say to yourself, God has been patient with me. When someone shoves you on the train, instead of breaking out your New York attitude, take a deep breath and say to yourself, God has been patient with me. With me. Instead of reaming out the pizza boy because it took 45 minutes to get your pizza there, say to yourself, God has been patient with me. And when you get stuck in traffic on the Long Island Expressway, give thanks because you have a moment to listen to NPR and say to yourself, God has been patient with me. Because that's the truth. Far from wanting to make me look at websites a little bit longer and wait for them to load more than five or six seconds, I probably won't still wait for that website to load. But this lesson does change me in some very significant ways. It makes me want to be more patient with my girls. And it makes me want to be more patient with the people I deal with on an everyday basis. It makes me want to give thanks that the Q18 takes 20 minutes to get there and that I get a chance to sit in traffic because God has been patient with me. Therefore, be patient. Amen.